nine out of every 10 people who take a cruise go on to book another. And every cruise line wants to encourage people to book that cruise with them. Most every cruise line is willing to reward loyalty with perks up to and including the gift we all want, a free cruise. I'm Billy Hirsch. And I'm Rick Ross. We're talking about loyalty clubs on this episode of the Cruise Habit Podcast. You're about to set sail on the Cruise Habit Podcast, an audio voyage through the world of ships, ports, and beyond. Welcome aboard. So even if you're not familiar with cruise line loyalty programs, uh, you can probably guess what it means. And before we start explaining it, talk about some of the different programs that are out there, this being our fifth episode of the Cruise Habit Podcast, I want to thank you for being loyal and listening to the others. And if you haven't yet, that's okay. Go back, check those out. There's some good stuff out there, and we've got lots more to come. So thank you for listening. But uh, now we should probably get to the topic at hand, right? And that is what these loyalty programs are. Uh, you'll hear us use several terms, loyalty club, past passenger uh, programs, all sorts of things. Past passenger is kind of an industry standard, but uh, you know we'll, we'll use them interchangeably. And they're designed to reward uh, frequent cruisers, and they do that through a number of different means. A lot of cruises or cruise lines rather will base your status on the number of nights that you've sailed with them. There are a couple that will base it off of the number of cruises and sometimes other factors like the category of stateroom that you're in or if you book a cruise tour can come into play also when it comes to establishing status with these. Yeah, and the as you move up through these different tiers uh, and you build up more and more points, uh, or stars or whatever the a given line calls them, you get more rewards with, uh, you know, more benefits, more perks. And, and some of them, listen, they range. To be honest with you, some of them are, are rather insignificant, um, but some of them are, are pretty cool. Um, the, this is similar to what you might see in other industries um, like, uh, like hotels or airlines. And in fact, uh, Rick, I believe, if, if I'm not mistaken, that's actually where this kind of originated from, right? Is they, they needed parity across industries. People have expectations about these loyalty programs, um, you know, in the, in the travel industry. And I think it was, uh, it was United Airlines that started this a long time ago. That sounds right to me. It was, uh, I think it was in the early seventies, uh, they did that to, uh, to retain, you know, uh, retain customers and uh, keep people. It's it, for any business. It is cheaper. It is, is better, if you will, for the business to keep existing customers than to continuously get more. And cruising is, is a very competitive thing. There, there are multiple lines out there, but they, they all want your cruise dollar. And unlike some products, you, you can only take so many cruises. Well, not all of us are Ken Jarvis, so most of us can only take so many cruises. Yeah, that, that's a sad truth. Only so many days in the year, so only uh, so many cruises we can we can go on. Uh, I guess if we're ready to dive into the different uh, programs and kind of cover what they cover, are we good to go? Yeah, let's uh, let's do that. We're not going to talk about every single one of them here because uh, we really want you to stay awake throughout the podcast. That's that's one goal that Rick and I talked about back before episode one. Uh, you know, is, is keep you awake. But we did want to mention uh, some of them, some of the names, and and some of the things that are maybe unique about the individual ones. And I'll start out mentioning uh, one uh, Carnival's program. They call it VIFP, very important fun person. Kind of a hokey name in my opinion, but it seems to work for them. Uh, they are by volume uh, among the most popular cruise lines in the world. 
I was going to say that that F had to mean fun. That's such a word that they bandy about with the fun ship and faster to the fun. I just saw VIFP and I was like, mm, that's a very important fun person. Uh, so, I, you know, totally that, that speaks to their branding, right? That whether you whether you like it or not, that's that is the that is the mark of success for, for a brand. When when people know the consistency, even if they're not familiar with the details. I hadn't even thought of that. So uh, applause then to Carnival's marketing team. Uh, so theirs is a, is a point-based system. Uh, a point means a night. So that's pretty easy to, to accrue there. Uh, your very first one, you're going to get uh, to blue level, and you basically get some offers and a newsletter. And then as you go on to the red, gold, platinum, and then up to diamond level, you get things like a bottle of water, uh, appreciation drink, uh, a pen, one of my favorite perks, uh, a priority check-in and boarding, uh, those go on. And then also the kind of parties where you could like meet other people who are frequent cruisers on that cruise line. I'll tell you, and, and we didn't even talk about this earlier, Rick, something with Carnival that I did want to mention, that priority boarding is perhaps more valuable with Carnival than with a lot of other cruise lines, because that's a pretty standard perk of a lot of these programs. Um, mm. But with Carnival, they have over the years really started enforcing the check-in time that uh, that are okay. assigned to guests, whereas a lot of cruise lines, oh yeah, show up uh, one thirty to two two o'clock. That's your check-in time. And you show up at you know ten forty-five, and as long as everything's going as planned, they'll let you ride on the ship. You, you might have a little bit of a wait, but you're not waiting for that time. Carnival makes you wait. So um, so anything, whether it's their faster to the fun program, see there's the fun thing again, or priority check-in, anything that you can use to uh, to shave off minutes, you get to start your cruise faster, and uh, that's always a good thing. Um, so, uh, now Rick, you, uh, yeah, you you had a thought. Oh yeah. I was just, I'm scrolling through the page of the, uh, Carnival Cruise Line benefits. And one of the things uh, I see here that I have not seen in any other loyalty program is a one-time donation to St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital. I did see that. As a, as a, uh, diamond level perk. So that's 200 nights or more. Um, if you don't know, uh, St. Jude's Children's Hospital was founded by Danny Thomas. And I'll just tell a quick anecdote here. Uh, St. Jude, patron state of lost causes. Uh, he was not getting any jobs, prayed to St. Jude for some kind of job, pr- a promise that if he did get work in Hollywood, he would dedicate his life to um, helping children. And he did get the job and he opened the hospital. And now they're a network of hospitals including one right next door to where i went to school and uh, no one pays anything at st jude's for any kind of medical treatment not a dime well i feel far more educated on this topic than i was before our podcast <laughs> uh but th- that's actually pretty cool i i knew uh i knew what st jude uh hospital was but i didn't know the uh the backstory there so uh, pretty pretty cool and an interesting perk i've not seen anything like that um it you know, it's it's nice because uh, for for the line, it's a tax write off, I'm sure, <laughs> but but it's still a nice mm-hmm. thing to do and makes everyone feel good. So uh, and goes to a good cause. So so pretty cool. Uh, now, Rick, um, last year you took a couple cruises with a, a particular line that uh, it has you, I guess, navigating north within their their loyalty program, and that is Norwegian. Yes, so I I got to move up from bronze to silver uh, on Norwegian, Uh, but one of the reasons that I was able to do this is I booked a cruise that was select for people who are already in the Latitudes program, which is what they call their loyalty program. So they'll have a few cruises for, well, let me say for every cruise, you get one point for every cruise night. 
for special latitudes members cruises, you get an additional point for every night that you're on board. So that's what helped me increase my status a little bit faster. Was I, and this was, I didn't book the cruise for that reason, but I was happy to take that perk when they offered it. And we'll, we'll talk about that in a few, but that's a, a lot of these things is, um, to me at least comes down to not something that I'm aiming for, but perks that I'll gladly take when I get them. Um, and I believe, so this is, uh, on, uh, kind of an aside here is I have been on Norwegian cruise line more than any other. However, a lot of those sailings were when, uh, I was a little kid and it was a very different company back then. So I believe I am, uh, I think I'm copper latitude, uh, if I'm not mistaken <laughs> <laughs> with, uh, with Norwegian, but, uh, maybe, maybe we'll work towards, uh, towards changing that. Something cool is they are the only, as far as I could find, uh, Norwegian is the only contemporary line that includes a free cruise as a top tier perk. Now we see that perk on a number of cruise lines, but not contemporary lines like uh, Royal Caribbean and, uh, and carnival uh, if you want to know by the way how different lines kind of um how they're categorized within the industry and what that what that means or what that generally signifies there's an article in our first time cruiser section and it's uh, it guides you on how to choose the right line for you but we explain in there what lines are considered contemporary versus premium ultra pre ultra premium and so on so uh, i know uh, i tend to throw those terms out a lot so i figured i'd i'd tell you where to where you can find out what that actually means <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned that because I'm sometimes a little bit uh, without a guide when I'm talking about cruise lines that are other than the main ones that I'm that I know of, which are Carnival, Norwegian, Disney, Celebrity, Royal Caribbean. Those would be like my main five. Jeez, Rick, you only have five main cruise lines. <laughs> Get up to speed. <laughs> Here I am co-hosting a, a podcast, uh, but that uh, that free cruise. Uh, is at their ambassador level, which they put at 700 points. Uh, and another way that you can get up to the ambassador level is by uh, booking in a suite. Uh, that's not a mini suite, but a genuine suite or above or in the Haven, which is their kind of suites only um, ship within a ship yes. on the uh, breakaway and breakaway plus class ships. It's good to be king. It's good yeah, to be if king. you can afford it. It's an, uh, <laughs> it's an awesome thing. Oh, uh, much like the uh, what we talked about with Carnival, uh, Norwegian offers kind of like the cocktail parties with the officers and a party with other people who have achieved the higher statuses uh, on the line. So mix and mingle with people who like that line as much as you do. I'm I'm sure it's a blast. I, I honestly, I, I never end up going to those events, not on purpose. I just, I, I go on cruises to like kind of do my thing and I, I have the internet and an entire website for meeting other awesome cruisers. So <laughs> once I, I get into this mode, once I'm on a cruise so that every moment that passes, it, I put so much value in, uh, but may, maybe I'll go to one of those someday. Uh, now the, the next line I want to talk about is one, you mentioned one of your, uh, <laughs> one of your five main cruise lines, you know, about, uh, it is. and that is, uh, and that is Disney with their castaway club. Um, there are a couple rather unique things about the Castaway Club and a lot of unique things about Disney Cruise Line in general. For one, the the rewards you earn are based on the number of cruises. So you you get the same number of points whether you took a three-night cruise to Nassau or a, I, I don't know the longest cruise that DCL's ever done, but you know if you did, let's say, a 10-night repositioning, um, 
across the the Atlantic or something like that. Same number of uh, of points, and that's um, that can be great for you know for some people. But uh, truth be told, if I if I was really working my way up to platinum, which does not take very long to get to, and I had just taken uh, a long cruise with them, I'd probably think that was a little weird. Uh, I don't know. You, <laughs> what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, if I was dropping the kind of money that like an 11 night Norway and Iceland cruise would cost um, and someone was getting the same benefit from a three night Bahamas. Yeah, I, that might perturb me a little bit. But one of the things about Disney's tiers is there's only three of them. There's silver, gold and platinum. Uh, and it's, I think, what, uh, up to zero to four cruises, five to nine cruises, then 10 and above is the breakdown I, I on those I believe that's tiers. correct. Or it might be after your 10th, your platinum, something like that. Uh, it's really okay. not, yeah, yeah, that's co- not right. compared to other lines, getting to that top tier is not very difficult. However, um, it's it uh, obviously it's still costly. There's still a lot of cruising. Uh, the, the benefits aren't um, quite as spectacular as some other lines. Though even even the gold benefits there, I I don't know. I guess to me DCL's program with some of the the perks is uh, right in the middle. Nothing extraordinary, but there there are some nice to haves. Uh, I, I think I'm I'm gold, and you can tell because I have a lot of those lanyards around. Uh. <laughs> yeah, though that you just mentioned something that I was thinking of, which is when you check in, if you have some kind of status with Disney, you get a lanyard that will tell everyone what level you are. Do you know the difference between the lanyards that, for example, Disney hands out with your level and the pins that other lines use? No, I have no idea. Tell me. Uh, I've never got out of bed tired in the morning and stepped on a lanyard and begun cursing. Okay, I'll be here all week. Okay, all right. (sighs) (laughs) So uh, one of uh, our favorite lines here of Royal Caribbean. Uh, that's another one that's got a, a pretty well-established crown and anchor society as as their loyalty club. And one of the benefits that I've really seen from that is their diamond lounge, their diamond club lounge, where once you hit a certain level, you can go there and during certain hours, your drinks are free. Uh, and you also get some coupons for drinks on board to have at other times. Uh, and one of uh, our good friends, Matt Hodgeberg from the uh, – Royal Caribbean uh, blog, he uh, has maybe decided there are times when he doesn't need to buy a drink package anymore because he can get pretty much a lot of free drinks in the day between these coupons and uh, the drink package. Yeah, there um, uh, there's a long list of perks for Crown and Anchor Society for the different levels, but it seems like the the one that everyone's looking to attain is Diamond so that you can get those those drinks. Uh, now, it's a it's a somewhat somewhat limited menu it's not terribly restrictive or anything like that uh, but hey f- free free drinks is great if you're not on, if you don't have a drink package that's pretty cool uh, and what they used to do is you used to have this happy hour at the the lounge just for diamond club members but over time more and more people sailed the cruise line got bigger people more people worked up to diamond and above and they're uh, the diamond level and suddenly it got pretty crowded so they said okay uh you can go to any bar during these period of time, during this period of time, and have however many drinks. Um, I think that's a really good way to solve for that problem. I still see people sometimes complain about the crowds, and I think eh, everyone wants a bigger and bigger space to make more and more people feel like they're special for having cruised more. <laughs> and at some point, you just have a ship full of people, and if everyone's special, 
nobody special. Uh, nobody special. <laughs> that's <laughs> a little bit of a maybe controversial tangent. You can leave comments there. Uh, again, my name is Rick Ross. Uh, <laughs> And... No, you're Billy Hirsch. I'm Rick Ross. Oh, okay. Um, um, so one of the like yeah. the other lines. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Billy. I, no, I was just going to say that uh, uh, maybe what you were is that there there are a couple other ways of uh, earning points with Crown and Anchor Society. So it's based on the the knights in the sailing, but uh, also there's a there are two ways you can double that if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So if you're booking a, a grand suite uh, or above you can get double points for that. But also if you're cruising solo in a double occupancy room and you paid that single supplement, you will get double points for that sailing. Now, when I uh, recently sailed on Mariner of the Seas, I was in a solo cabin. So I wasn't entitled to those double points and I just got four points for the four nights that I sailed. So I believe too, um, you can combine those. So if you were to sail in a suite, and you um, and you were to be solo. I, I believe you get uh, you'd get essentially. Uh, you know what? They don't double. You end up you get an extra point. So yeah, you get yeah. three points per night. And and by the way, it, yeah, I think it's it's, uh, it's actually junior suites and, and above that I I'm pretty sure junior suites get. Oh, okay. Well, I, that's I a, a little bit more affordable then. I I could be wrong. And send your complaints to uh, Matt at Rogue. No. Uh, <laughs> Uh, if you, you want to learn more about right out of my mouth there. <laughs> if you want to learn more about um Royal Caribbean's Crown and Anchor Society and really anything Royal Caribbean, make sure you check out RoyalCaribbeanBlog.com. Matt does a fantastic job of running, really, in my opinion, the best uh brand cruise site out there. And I'm not just saying that because occasionally he has a guest cancel and I end up on this podcast. One of the kind of funny things about uh, Royal Caribbean's uh, program is you can sign up for it before you go on your first cruise. And just so you don't feel like you are statusless or you're floating around not in a category, you can be considered pre-gold. I love the the nomenclature because more and more lines are doing this to have you sign up beforehand. It's just a way of enticing people to sign up for emails, I think, you know, and and starting a, a different marketing drip. But yeah, the fact that they call it pre-gold, I think, is uh, is funny. Um, you know, once <laughs> the the names on a lot of these for a lot of these programs are, are amusing to me. But uh, something that we should mention, it's a and it will segue us into the next cruise line, uh, Celebrity, is that uh, so Royal Caribbean uh, Cruise Line Limited, Cruise Lines Limited, owns Royal Caribbean International, uh, Celebrity Cruises, and Azamara Club Cruises, and they also own part of Silver Sea as well now. And then there's things with Tui and Pullman Tour, but we're not going to get into that. Uh, so mm-hmm. if you have, um, th- there's a certain level of reciprocity with uh, within Royal Caribbean brands. So if you, let's say you are a, um, I don't remember how it works out, but let's, uh, let's say you're platinum on uh, in Crown and Anchor Society on Royal Caribbean, you can be a select member in Celebrities Captains Club. Uh, now, what's interesting is, let's say you do that, you take your very first sailing as uh, as select on Celebrity, it's going to take you a real long time to advance past that because you still have to start at zero points with Celebrity. And they actually accrue points differently. They uh, they do them, um, they, they have more... They factor in with celebrity more of your room category. I think it's it's different. Uh, Rick, correct me if I'm wrong. Depending on like if you're an inside room versus a veranda, for example. Yeah, the uh, the inside room is going to get you two points per night. 
Uh, whereas if you work up to like a concierge level room, that's going to be five points per night. This worked out great for uh, some friends of mine and I when we went to um, when we went on the Celebrity Reflection. We got to bump up our rooms from Ocean View to concierge uh, without an increase in price, like two weeks before the sailing. So suddenly, not only were we getting room with a veranda. And uh, I think a better uh, crew to passenger ratio in terms of the the stateroom attendance. We also got way more points for the sailing. So that that's been. Um, I mean, if you can work it like that, maybe that's a pretty good way to approach the loyalty club. If if I recall, I think you also got a different pillow selection and something that you really can't put a, a price on, which is the ability to text me throughout that entire cruise, reminding me how great of a deal you got upgrading to concierge while well, I was not there. So you can't put a price mm-hmm. on, on, on bragging or just, you can't. Um, oh, so, I was going to say, you can't put a price on, on the envy of your friends. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. that's, you're not brag. You're not bragging for your health. Are you? <laughs> <laughs> if only. <laughs> so, um, is celebrity is one of the lines, uh, that, includes a uh, complimentary cruise once you get to their their highest of levels and and their top level is called zenith and zenith is actually the name of a uh, was the name of a celebrity ship now it sails under pullman tour which is a related spanish brand Um, personally never thought the zenith was a very attractive ship from the outside looked at it for years uh i'm sure it was lovely on the inside uh celebrity fanboys will now send me hate mail, but that's okay. Uh, so they, uh, that's what they call their top tier. And, and it includes a, a number of perks that really can add value to sailings. Yeah. One of the things that I'm seeing as I, I scroll through here and I've seen it on, on other lines is the laundry, uh, service. I know on, yep. on DCL and on, on Disney cruise line, you have access to self-service laundry, but, uh, that's, I think the only cruise line ever ever seen it on. Uh, so part of the perks on these other cruise lines is discounted laundry services. Yeah. And I, I like when cruise lines have the self self-service facilities available. It's a nice option. Uh, Oceana does. There are a number of lines that still do, but not all of them. Um, but the laundry service is great because let's be honest, you don't want to spend your vacation doing laundry and you may not see the value in this. If you are, if you tend to take, you know, three, four five night cruises, once you get up, uh, like pa- especially past seven night and, or you're flying internationally and tacking on days to your trip, man, that becomes really, a really nice perk. Uh, but Zenith, for example, they, they include laundry, internet, uh, I think, uh, I think a beverage package as well. So, mm-hmm. so that's when, uh, those perks really, you can start putting high dollar values on, but uh, you spend a lot of dollars to get there. Uh, there is a cruise line, however, that you don't have to spend dollars with to get those incredible perks. And that is MSC. So I, I think I wrote a little bit about this in our Seaside Live blog this past July. You can check that out over on cruise, at cruisehabit.com. We're excited to sell MSC for, for a number of reasons. What's interesting is because they're new to the North American market, they wanted to do everything they could to lure people in to try them. You know, dip your toe into the MSC cruise experience and and we promise you'll like it. So what they did is they started status matching other cruise lines, airlines, uh, hotel chains, um, I'm pretty sure that they would basically status match if, if, if there was like a, uh, a loyalty uh, program for your your landscaping 
company, uh, they, they'd match it. Yeah. What if, um, what if I have like 12 punches on my subway card? At 13 actually is where, <sighs> yeah, it's so close. You should have stopped okay. on the way in. You should have stopped on the way in. Man, um, <laughs> $5 foot long would have gotten me who knows what. Right. So the way this works is it, it can be a little bit of a mystery and I, they won't tell you. Uh, it's not that it's a secret, but you can't find it listed on MSC's website. If you have, for example, a gold castaway club level, what does that make you on MSC? And it's tricky because you can only status match once. So you want to, if you have multiple loyalty levels with different cruise lines, you want to pick the right one to match. Interestingly, and, and to that point, when I was getting ready to sail MSC, um, I was trying, you know, I'm looking at all my loyalty programs. I thought, which one gives me the best benefit? And I noticed that if I would have asked them to match my platinum level with Royal Caribbean Crown and Anchor Society, I would have got, I think, uh, MSC Voyager Club, uh, I think it's silver, if I recall. However, because I am a platinum member with Royal Caribbean, that means that I am inherently a select member with, uh, with Celebrity. And select on Celebrity is uh, will get you gold in MSC's Voyager Club. So you, you should, if you, if you look to sail MSC, and I encourage you to, it, it, we check out the live blog. It was, it was a really great time. Um, just think, think strategically. So uh, it, it's nice, though, that you could have, you never maybe sailed MSC ever. Maybe you hadn't heard of them until you're booking, but you can get some really great perks. And you can even status match up to, uh, up to black, uh, which is the highest level. So I'll have to uh, keep that in mind when I when I go to book uh, an MSC sailing on the um, what was that the seaside that you went on? Yep, seaside. Their very first ship designed specifically for the North American market. This is not an MSC commercial, but we just we we like that. It was it was a cool experience. Um, so other lines uh, that I want to talk about um, Holland America. Um, uh, they they have. Um, uh, now I'm forgetting the name. Do you remember? Is it Commodore Club? I, this is why we shouldn't make notes, people. Um, at, that sounds reasonable, Commodore Club. Well, th this is fun. This is where you guys get to hear in real time what happens when Billy forgets something. Mariner Society. Commodore is one of the levels, I think. That's what I was thinking. Mariner Society. So um, Holland America and Princess are both owned by Carnival Corporation, as are other lines, such as uh, Costa, Cunard, um, and others, but uh, despite that, they there's not currently reciprocity between any of those programs, and this is something that comes up a lot. If you search, uh, you know, there are certain hot topics on the internet, and if you search this one, you'll find all sorts of people that say, "Geez, I've taken all these cruises on Holland America, uh, and now I want to try Princess. Why am I starting at zero? We'll see if that's anything that they ever do. There have been rumors, but it, it's it's never um, panned out." Uh, another line we've uh, we're looking at is princess, and I know you and I have talked about like oh there's we haven't actually sailed that. I think you said that's the, like the one major line that you have not sailed yet. When I'm scrolling through their benefit benefits, uh, one of the things they have once you get up to their elite level, which is uh, from your 16th cruise on or over 151 cruise days is advanced booking access. And I think this they're not the only line that does this, where if you've sailed with them before, you can get like you get a 24 hour jump on everybody else to yep. make the bookings you want to make. Yeah, that's a that's a great point. Uh, there are several cruise lines that do that. Some of them just say, OK, ever, if you've ever sailed with us, you know, you get a day lead. 
uh, or something like that. Disney, um, you get a different amount of lead time on bookings depending on what level you are in Castaway mm-hmm. Club. And I'll tell you where that can make a difference is really highly desirable sailings, whether they're over holidays or really unique itineraries. So uh, just recently, if you read over on um, uh, Disney Cruise Line blog, Disney announced that they were going to be sailing out of, uh, of New Orleans. And that was a new port for them. A lot of fanfare. If I recall, it sold out in an hour. <laughs> so wow. if you uh, if right. you were not um, a member, a, a high-ranking member of Disney's Castaway Club, uh, you're going to have some trouble sailing on that. So that can be something valuable. Again, especially if you're looking for um, a holiday sailing or other unique sailing. And just to get the lowest price, because on busier sailings, the lowest price is the day that itinerary comes out. So so that uh, that is not nothing. So we've talked about some of the benefits of these different programs. Um, and oh, I, I should mention, you mentioned Princess that I hadn't sailed. I need to change that. Uh, I need lots of pressure. People telling me, Billy, go sail Princess. It is the only uh, cruise line that has ships home ported in North America that I have not yet sailed. So hmm. we've got to change that. Anywho, we talked about the... Uh, the different benefits and how some of these programs work, you got to get started. It do- doesn't work if you don't start. Uh, so how, uh, Rick, why don't you tell us, how do you go about making sure that your 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 points or stars or whatever the case may be are, are tracked and that you get these perks? I'd say two ways. Uh, one, go to the Cruise Line's website and they've usually got like a sign in, sign up here, kind of uh, log in, create an account. Uh, they're going to want your email address, and they're probably going to want to send you some emails, which is understandable. They want you to know about what's going to go on in that cruise line. The other is if you are booking through a travel agent, your travel agent can sign you up sign up for you. I know when I uh, booked my Norwe- first Norwegian sailing through a travel agent, he created my Latitudes account for me and just told me, oh, hey, here's your Latitudes number. You're all set. So that was very easy and another part, another benefit to using a travel agent. And if you didn't sign up, um, maybe, maybe you didn't know this was a thing. Maybe, maybe you took cruises when you were a kid and your parents were doing all the work and you weren't noticing, or maybe your, your spouse took care of it, whatever the case may be, all is not lost. You can go, sometimes it's an online thing. Sometimes you have to call or email, or you can always have your travel agent help. They can look up past cruises that you took, um, with, you know, just with some very basic information about you and connect those to a newly created, uh, account for a past passenger program account. And that's a good thing to do because even those cruises that, again, you took with family might have been a long time ago. There's usually most lines have a cutoff year. So I'm not getting credit for all those NCL cruises that I took in the uh, late 80s, for example. But uh, mm. it, it's not as if, oh, you know, well, you didn't claim it in the last 90 days. It's too late. So, it, you know, make sure you, you get credit for what you have, um, the, the cruises that you have sailed. Um all of uh, all of this in mind. Now we've talked about how to get started, how you, how, uh, some of the perks, um, how these things came to be, how how they're ranked. Um, it is important, I think, to make sure we keep it in perspective. So, I, for example, may not value some of these things like others do. Everyone values different uh, values things differently. Um, I think Rick and I are on the same page when I say. You should take advantage of these perks when they're offered to you. Make sure that you get um, access to all of the the perks and the incentives that you, uh, I don't want to say that you deserve, but yeah, that that you deserve based on the cruise line's rules, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Don't lock yourself into a line 
don't cruise for the purpose of getting these perks. I, I see people do that. My my friends, people that I like a lot, Matt Hotchberg, and other people have uh, have done this. And I'm like, wow. So you're gonna take you you just spent you know an extra two thousand dollars and took a few extra vacation days that you weren't planning on. And yeah, you took a cruise and that was fun. But like your your motivation was making it so that you can get your laundry done for free on your next cruise. <laughs> I'm not sure of the ROI here. Uh, ultimately, what I tell people a lot is that despite some of these programs having really great perks, I don't think any of them have perks that come in at a time that, in my opinion, is uh, makes them more valuable than experiencing new things with new cruise lines. Uh, I totally agree with you here. Uh, when I'm on a celebrity ship, I am going to get my free scoop of gelato. At the same time, I will cruise lines other than Celebrity. I'm still going to cruise Celebrity. I like their product a lot, but I'm also looking at Norwegian, and I'm also looking at Disney, and I'm also looking at Royal Caribbean. And even though I haven't sailed them yet, I'm going to be looking at Holland America and Princess 2. And uh, so I'm, uh, you know, loyalty, yes, I, I appreciate being rewarded for it, um, but it's not going to lock me into anything. And cruise lines know this. Really, so we actually reached out to uh, a couple cruise lines of, uh, you know, I'm uh, like this with some of these cruise line people. That's not true. I reached out to uh, <laughs> to some contacts at different cruise lines, and I just said, hey, tell me, tell me what makes your loyalty program special. Tell me what you know why yours is the best. And I got a lot of nice responses with with some helpful information. But what was interesting is, in pretty much every case. And I'll actually read you verbatim something, uh, for example, that Celebrity sent me. Um, all that being said, I'd say the number one thing that sets Celebrity and Captain's Club apart is our service. Uh, Captain Club, Captain Club's member, I can't speak. Captain Club members are family. They're treated as such. Uh, when you ask, why do you keep sailing with Celebrity? The answer is always because of the way the crew on board makes them feel. And that's a common thread that all of the, all the cruise lines that I spoke with and reached out to they talked about how great their loyalty program was, but they said the reason to keep sailing with them is because they feel they offer a great product. And, and you know, as I've said before, I don't think there's a best or worst cruise line. It's what's best or worst, you know, the, the right one for you and the trip you're willing to take. So even the cruise lines will tell you, cruise for the experience. Take the perks, but cruise for the experience. I think we're totally in agreement on that point. And, and I think this would be a good place to wrap it up with loyalty clubs. And if you have any questions about them, uh, probably the best person to reach out or, or best thing to do is go to the various cruise lines website. Uh, all these cruise lines that we've been talking about have the great details on the ins and outs, uh, what the perks are, how you accrue the points or the nights all on their websites. It's pretty clearly laid out for all of them. Uh, so maybe this is a time we could get to some thank yous. It, because as I mentioned at the top of the show, you guys have been loyal to us and, and I appreciate that. So I'll, I'll start out. Uh, Kim Klingerman uh, wrote, she said, love the podcast. Keep up the amazing work. Thanks, thanks for the great periscopes of Sail Aways too. And that's a great reminder. We do live broadcasts from ship and shore. We try and do it every weekend, but uh, we've got a lot of live broadcasts coming up from Symphony of the Seas, from Celebrity Edge, from Port Everglades, Port Miami, and I have a feeling Rick's going to be surprising us maybe with some uh, some pictures, maybe even a Periscope 
uh, from somewhere else soon too. So, uh, so thank you very much, uh, Kim. And you guys can all uh, write to us at podcast at cruisehabit.com. Uh, we'd also like to thank Crazy Cat Lady Five, Main Jeep Girl, Kayak Otter, C, uh, sorry, G I C I, Minnesota Critter, Nick Flex, A Bearish, Tom Sands, and My Undersea Girl for the reviews that they left us on iTunes. Uh, we are glad that you like our podcast. However, you're listening, do us a favor and search Cruise Habit in iTunes and leave us a review there. Uh, any number of stars you want to give us, and if you want to leave us uh, some kind of text review, we'd appreciate that. Uh, if you have any questions for us, go ahead and email podcast at cruisehabit.com, and we'll see if we can get to that on a future episode. We appreciate you listening. Hi, this is Jessica from Halifax, Nova Scotia, a friend of cruisehabit.com. Follow the guys on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Subscribe to the Cruise Habit podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you enjoy podcasts. Search Cruise Habit in the Periscope app to join the broadcast from ship and shore. They'd love to talk ship with you real soon.